You're listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast, dedicated to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in utilizing everything good to help you feel great. We're glad you tuned in. Now here's your host, Dr. Michael Pound. Neeraj is a certified pharmacist from the UK turned holistic wellness expert. After healing himself from a chronic illness using traditional Indian medicine practices and dietary adjustments, he felt motivated to share his knowledge with suffering patients and started the renegadepharmacist.com blog. Some of the tips he shares through his blog have gone viral, such as a famous Coca-Cola infographic that we'll talk about in this interview. He also shares some guiding principles he follows and gives some tips for listeners to achieve well-being. Plus, he's got a great accent. I had a lot of fun with this interview. I look forward to sharing it with you. Here's Niraj. How you doing? Doing well. Is this the Renegade Pharmacist? That's right. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. First of all, I, I'm really excited to have you on the show, mostly because of your accent, but also because <laughs> you have a fascinating story, right, about your own healing. So let's go yes. into a little bit about that. Share with my listeners your journey to healing. Yes, yeah, certainly. I'd lo- love to. Yeah, it's quite an interesting one um, because um, it happened at a very young age, actually, like relatively. I got very sick um, in my, I was just around turning 30 when it really started to kick in. Um, but it was something that progressed uh, over time. So I actually contracted an autoimmune condition, a disease called ulcerative colitis, which is an autoimmune condition where you get ulcers in your colon and it left me housebound for almost a year. I was bleeding out my backside like 40 times a day. It was horrendous. I had no social life and incredibly depressed. And I thought I was, that was it. There was no hope. And the doctors basically told me that, um, this is incurable. You're going to be on medication for the rest of your life. And the two options I had left were either to become a guinea pig for a, a drug that hadn't been tested yet, or to have my colon removed um, oh my by surgery. Yeah. So then I would have been, um, basically being in a bag for the rest of my life. So at the age of 30 to, um, be given that news was obviously a major shock to the system. Um, and obviously that made me even more depressed and went down a cycle of depression and, you know, not wanting, not wanting to face, uh, the public at all in any means. Cause you know, when you're desperate to go to the toilet, you know, when you're so anxious, like you're going to need, you, sometimes I'll just saw my pants like without even realizing it, you know? So that happening in public is so embarrassing. So there's a whole like, uh, kind of a, different sources of stress that I was encountering, you know, from sheer embarrassment through to agoraphobia, not wanting to be out in public, through to the fact that there was no hope uh, given to me from the medical system. So very, very, very grateful that I discovered a a third path, which is the way out, um, which I've been fortunate to share with many people since. Uh, And it doesn't just help autoimmune conditions, it's a way of life. So This way of life helps anyone, regardless of where they are, because it's a way of life that is more based on nature and how we're supposed to live. And um, so somebody who isn't unhealthy, who hasn't got a disease, if they follow the same routine, will excel in so many different areas of their life. So I call what I do going from health to wealth because it has such a dramatic impact on all areas of your life. Um, so I can share more about what, what happened, my protocol, 
the system and, and, and give you some step-by-step um, tools like rituals that you can do every day that will, will have, make that shift. And you're known as the Renegade Pharmacist. So where did that name come from? Oh, that's interesting. So actually, before I even got sick, I actually um, uh, got very, very, I was very disillusioned as a pharmacist. So I was really, really shocked at the fact people go away with shopping bags full of drugs every month. And it didn't seem like they were getting better. It seemed like people were getting more unhealthy. And I just didn't uh, understand that this is the system that we live in. Um, I thought that we were a healthcare profession, but we weren't. We're more of a disease maintenance profession. So I actually had a breakdown a few times um, just because of the work pressure. Like you're on your feet like eight, nine times a day, eight, nine hours a day, sorry. And uh, you don't get many breaks. You're pretty much just using the left side of your brain because you're like uh, just doing the same routine over and over and over again. You don't get much patient contact. And you're around people who are constantly stressed out and negative. And I was in a cubicle environment, you know, like living, literally working, living, uh, spending most of my day in a cubicle um, indoors. So I was completely disconnected from my natural um, environment that human beings should should live in. And so the stress of that just made me break, like really made me crack. And what happened was one day, uh, a friend of mine took me to a Tony Robbins event and I'd never heard of any of anything like this before. Many of you probably heard of Tony Robbins, but I'd never heard of this stuff before. And I was very skeptical, but because I was so broken, I just gave it a go. And I went there and it was the first time, um, I discovered that actually you can heal your body by changing diets. Um, and it blew my mind because we'd never in university, um, been giving any information on nutrition and diet. So I decided to take some of that information and start applying it in the pharmacy. So what I did was I write healthy shopping lists for people in the pharmacy and based on their conditions. And I had a, literally five minutes, so that was the easiest way to, to give the information to them. Many people, um, because I learned like the ability to get people to do stuff through just simple NLP communication techniques, other stuff that I learned from uh, after Tony Robbins, because I went down a whole personal development path after that. And I started to um, just, like, literally in five minutes, convince people to change their diet in very, very fast, very dramatic way. And so quite, I would say 90% of people took action, went to the supermarket, bought the stuff that I recommended, and then started cooking for themselves, making their own foods. Basically, very simply, instead of eating factory-based foods, I mean, you'd be surprised, like, I'd say 70% of people don't know how to cook their own food, and they get microwave meals from the supermarket, and and that's their food. Or they go to the the restaurant and takeaway restaurant and buy, like, pizzas and, uh, you know, Chinese food and and things like that. That's basically mass-produced. And basically, it was a big correlation between people who had a factory-based diet and and a natural diet in terms of how quickly they got sick. So as soon as I changed their diet, uh, I was getting testimonials left, right, and center. People writing in, even doctors phoning me up saying, what's going on? Like, we're having these amazing results. And I was just telling them, and they were like, can you, keep, can you just keep doing this? So I had really good encouragement from the doctors. But the pharmacy hated 
what I was doing because people weren't taking stuff from the pharmacy anymore. Well, yeah, you're putting and, them out um, of business. That's no good. Yeah, I know. So, so then I got fired from that first company, but that led me to being promoted to the head office of um, a very large supermarket chain in the UK, one of the biggest. And I got promoted to the head office because I came up with a clever concept because they had a supermarket and the pharmacy in one place. And I came up with a, a web-based system for them where I give out healthy shopping lists with pharmacy kind of endorsement um, to people who had like diabetes and obesity and, and they were on lots of medication. And then they'd get food delivered to their house. So it was a very novel, very simple system where diabetic patients could get like really healthy food deliver to their house it was all going ahead it was amazing i thought i was going to help millions of people in the uk um it would have been a big impact it would have had a lot of press behind it then what happened was eventually the corporate team decided the idea was too renegade for the for the company and they could see that this would be a, an impact on their profits because you could imagine um diabetic patients um and pre-diabetic patients are the ones who buy most of the junk, like Coca-Cola, like, uh, you know, all the fizzy drinks, sodas, um, all of the cakes and sweets and chocolates, confectories and all that stuff, um, and the ready meals and all that stuff, which was I was trying to get people to stop eating. And so they saw that as a big problem. And it, due to the projections moving forward, it was not really a viable option to have this service so i got super disillusioned um yeah again a load of fear crept in like for the first time i had this overwhelming sense of fear like it was engulfed me like it was it's hard to describe like this the state of fear i was in it's like complete paralysis and um because i was just like this is it this is the world we live in there's no hope humanity has no hope this is the the devil that we're we're um in who's in charge of of society this is discussed this is that i i just basically lost all hope and faith in god in humanity and everything and then i got this disease suddenly a lightning bolt went pff, struck me and i got sick very badly and i started to bleed heavily um from my bowels and then eventually one thing led to another and i had diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and um and then that was it then that was like the first insight that i had into what it feels like to be really sick with an autoimmune condition um that was brought on by disillusionment fear and stress as is most disease i i believe that most disease is fear manifest stress manifested so low vibrational energy emotions um like fear anger guilt if they carry on for too long, if they're not dealt with, will manifest eventually as a disease in the so, body. So I want to hit touch on that really quick before you go on. If our mind causes disease, um, wouldn't that conversely mean that most healing comes from the mind? Yeah, well, this is the thing. So I don't believe that the mind and body are separate things. And that's what is the biggest issue that's happened in the world is when um, Descartes, uh, separated the mind and body f from each other. So then you had the whole field of psychiatry emerge, psychology, 
And then you had the whole medical profession went down one road. So you had this disconnect between mind and body. I believe that, and that's why my, my whole practice is called SOMA. And SOMA means one body, one mind, one community. That we are, uh, our body, each individual cell, every component of our body, is our mind. Our mind arises from the body and then the body arises from the mind. So it's one complete unit. And same as our environment is one one mind, is one collective consciousness. That That collective consciousness is a mirror of us. So we are what we think, what we eat, and we are what we our environment is as well. So we're the products of our environment. We can also influence the environment and become the environment. So I believe that everything is connected in that way and that there is no separation between mind and body. So what you have to do is you have to treat both as one unit. And um, so you have to understand how the mind and body work. And I can explain to you more about my kind of um, perspective on things and why I, I seem to have a lot of good results because I don't believe you can just um, separate the mind and body from one. And so we're getting into the renegade pharmacist story and you're basically telling yeah. us you got to the point where you were obviously very ill and uh, obviously a, a point where you had to make some changes, right? Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I was very, very um, sick and as I said, I had no way out uh, from conventional medicine, but by sheer luck and fate and destiny, a very close friend of our family now, Samia Mikananda, uh, she runs one of the top yoga schools in the UK. Um, we, we work closely with her. Uh, she came to the rescue. Um, she knew that I was sick and uh, she, she saw that I had a gift because as a pharmacist and somebody who's already been out there helping people, if I could actually now cure myself with these holistic techniques, I would be an amazing role model for other people. So she basically gave me that first um, bit of hope by telling me that, that this disease is a gift. So change in perception. She was like, look, actually, this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. And um, it's, it means that now you have to find your own path. You, you don't need to, to help a big corporation. You just need to help yourself. And from that will come your biggest healing. So... I basically took on what she said and um, followed her advice, which was basically learning some very ancient protocols for healing and personal transformation based on yoga, Ayurveda, and meditation, and, and pranayama. Pranayama is like the science of breath from ancient India, and that's a core foundation of what I, I do now. And she just taught me some very simple techniques and I started to practice them, and then one thing led to another. I discovered a whole, like a whole new kind of reality tunnel of um, people who had healed themselves. I, I met other people who had healed themselves from colitis. I started to tune in to much more positive um, knowledge, and, and got rid of all the negativity. I stopped listening to the doctors, switched them off, turned off the TV, and just went down this whole new reality tunnel. And within a few months, I was like back to full health again, which was incredible. And then the rest is history after that, because then I formed my first business around my passion, um, which was for music. I'm a music producer. Went back into the creativity that I'd, I'd suppressed as a pharmacist, which was a big part of the healing journey. 
And from that, I developed therapeutic music because music's a powerful tool for changing your state and going into these deep trance states where you can actually recondition your uh, subconscious mind um, and to repattern like negative uh, imprints that have occurred over your physical body as well at the same time. So I got really deep on meditation and uh, breathwork techniques and music and formed my first uh, therapeutic music um, company called Tripnoral. And Tripnoral is now used by many, many therapists around the world um, and some very famous like uh, peak performers like Wim Hof, Marissa Pierce, a famous hypnotherapist. They all use my stuff. We work quite closely together. And from discovering music and, and this power of music, I went... And it, it's just taken me on this incredible journey now, like um, around the world. So I owe a lot to uh, my Swami for giving me this uh, this stuff. So what happened was then eventually I um, started to look at what are the really scientifically uh, backed methods that, that I personally use that are out there that I've seen dramatic results with. What are the supplements and the nutritional components that have evidence base, but are rooted in thousands of years of traditional use. And, and then I created a protocol, uh, which is the, which is the foundations of Soma. So Soma is my, um, practice. Um, and I've created a school cause Soma breath, cause breath is a, a very core cool part of what we do, where we certify people to become Soma breathwork instructors and then eventually Soma therapists. So, um, and it's basically using the same techniques that I use to heal myself. And as I said, like when you apply this as and make it into your way of life to healthy people, they excel dramatically. They go through to a whole nother level. So, yeah. I mean, you go through school to become a pharmacist and you got a, a good <laughs> job. I, what are your friends and family thinking when you say, okay, I'm going to leave this profession and go and build a website and play music? <laughs> oh my God. So as I said, like you become your environment and the, the last five people that you speak to, uh, on your messenger or text message you receive is who you are. I call it your super mind. And this supermind, if it's not healthy, you are not going to become healthy. And my parents, like bless them, lovely souls, uh, but they are also a product of a very dysfunctional society. Uh, they came over to the UK as immigrants, and all they've had to do is focus on their survival because it's so hard to thrive in the UK um, as immigrants uh, many years ago, especially with all the racism that you encountered. So they've been completely conditioned that education is number one, that, that a secure job like pharmacy is paramount and should be what all you do because safety and security and survival is, is, is what they see. That's, that's what they know. That's all they know. And um, so they're constantly living in a state of fear, subconscious fear. So that projects on you all the time. So I had to escape. I had to run away from my my parents like that was a first, it was a really hard step because they were very negative they were like how can you not listen to your doctor how can you um not take this new drug that hasn't been tested by anyone and be on a trial for it how can you not do that how can you like listen to your swami da, da, da. you know even though she was a family friend they still didn't want to listen to her they want to go with a doctor who 
was fat and overweight and had uh, zero success with this disease, whereas Maswami had loads of it. It's all down to hypnosis and conditioning by the culture uh, that they have been brought up in. So in order to escape that hypnosis, you have to move away. You have to change your environment. And thankfully, one of my very good friends, one of my best friends, the guy who also makes music with me, he's a psychiatrist, Dr. Murugan Mishra. Um, he's actually a doctor. He's also gone through the same as I have. Both, both got Indian parents. They're very conditioned. And, uh, but he had escaped, and um, he wanted to do music as well. So it was a great time, actually, for us both to, to live together. And I, and I was with him as a doctor, so he could take care of me anyway. So I literally escaped, spent like um, a whole year and a half just going deep on music with him and doing my practice and going deep on all the stuff that I do. And, you know, he was there if I ever got too sick, which I didn't, thankfully. I got well very quickly. Um, but we went really deep and we had a lot of fun. And I disconnected myself from a lot of my old friends because a lot of my old friends were not serving my best interests. A lot of my old relatives, you know, my, they were not serving my interests. My parents weren't. They were, but then what happened was, then I once I got well, I came back, and they were still still in disbelief. They're still in disbelief. They still can't understand how I've managed to do this, and they still have the same fears. And this is what made me really realize and understand how the mind and body and conditioning and the social hypnosis works and how it's almost impossible uh, to teach a, an old dog new tricks. Oh man, like, it's the only way to, to, to change is to change your environment because we are so much a product of our environment. It's unbelievable. You had a post go viral and it was one uh, with regards what happens one hour after drinking a can of Coke. So walk us through, walk listeners a little bit through that, and and let's kind of go into that because I'm sure everyone can relate with the wonderful soda pop. <laughs> so this is an interesting one. So I I buy sheer fate again, and I don't believe it's sheer fate. I believe that we do have the ability to to bend reality to a certain extent. And um, so I actually became very good friends with a guy called Uri Geller. You may have heard of the spoon famous spoon bender who um, basically was shown by Stanford Research Institute to have psychic powers. So he became like my mentor and a friend. And basically he said to me, there's only one thing worse than bad publicity, and that is no publicity. And he said to me, like, you know, because you're doing great work, I really want to send you like energy on um, creating um, more publicity for what you do. But kind of left out of that and I, I used to play around in the sauna doing these meditations to to attract things that I want into my life and I, I played around with getting more publicity and then literally what happened was a friend of mine um, asked me if he could share one of my articles uh, on his blog he has a pretty popular blog called Truth Theory and um, and I totally forgot about it that he did that and then one day I got this email from Daily Mail uh, which is one of the big newspapers in the UK, saying that they wanted to use my my infographic, and then the Huffington Post, and then like a few other newspapers contacted me in the same day, and I went back to my friend and I was like, "What's going on?" He goes, "Oh, I forgot to tell you, but you're the number one trending article on Facebook right now, and um, and you're our most uh, popular article we've ever published." 
Um, and literally within a month, I had a million views. My server broke down about four times. I was on all the major new sites and all this, all because of this one little infographic that I did, <laughs> which details what happens to you one hour after drinking a can of Coke. And the inspiration for that came because I noticed so much in the pharmacy. When I changed people's um, drink that they drank, their staple drinks, and most people's staple drink, believe it or not, is fizzy drink, soda, in the UK. So Coca-Cola was consumed heavily, like very popular amongst people of all ages. And some people would drink like two liters a day of this stuff. Some people would drink like lots of like other fizzy drinks, not necessarily Coca-Cola, but, um, you know, like Fanta and other, other stuff like that. That is basically the same thing as Coca-Cola, just with a slightly different flavor. And, um, and I was like shocked how quickly somebody could come off blood pressure medication, diabetic medication, uh, and how quickly they lose weight simply by switching uh, soda drinks for just water or tea, even, you know, like uh, green teas or just even black tea. Um, and it was incredible. It was like just obvious, like the difference, right? So basically I decided to write this infographic to see what actually happens when you drink a Coke, can of Coke in one hour. And I made a very, very graphic kind of uh, description of what happens. And, and I think that's why it took off, because it, it was very truth, truthful, very honest, based on my own real experience in the pharmacy. And I think it touched the nerve of, of, the, of the whole population of the planet, because this is a staple drink for many people. And you imagine what Coca-Cola are doing. What they're doing is they're taking water from many places around the world, like where there is no water. People are in shortage of water and they're canning it, making it fizzy, filling it with acid, filling it with sugar, um, killing the water. So a lot of water is alive until it's processed. There's a difference between living water and this dead lifeless water. And then they're selling it to us for a premium. So this is probably one of the grossest crimes towards humanity has ever been done, is to corrupt nature and natural water, which is essential for us to live, um, and putting it, a brand over it and selling it back to us as though it's a healthy thing. Uh, especially when the word diet is in front of it. Right. It automatically makes people think that it's healthy when it's actually like just as bad, if not worse, than the, the, the original sugar-based ones. So I made two infographics, one about Coke, one about Diet Coke. It went insanely viral because it was the truth. The world needed to hear it at that time. And, um, and that opened the doors, actually. It made me well-known as a renegade pharmacist. Um, you can actually go to renegadepharmacist.com and just search for that article on Coke. And you'll see um, you'll see how bad it is for you. So anyone who's listening to co- uh, sorry anyone who's listening to this who is addicted to sh- uh, sugary drinks and fizzy drinks, uh, just read that article and it will it will definitely open your eyes. And, and many people have actually written to me uh, since um, saying that they gave up coke because of that and that they feel much better and their life is dramatically improved. And actually, quite a lot of school teachers are. Um, uh, printing that poster off, uh, the infographic, making it into a poster and putting it on their walls 
to educate the, the children. So I, I'm really grateful that, that it actually went viral. Yeah, and you, I mean, you do go into detail on it. I mean, it's like first 10 minutes, the blood sugar spikes, then you talk about uh, vomiting and why you don't vomit, and then you go into the um, the liver. Yep, yep. There's a, there's a whole bunch of uh, issues associated with coke you know, and, and the way it affects the body in numerous ways. One of the most dramatic things that many people don't really realize is the effect it has on the bacterial flora of the stomach. So um, you know that the gut microbiome is a big subject right now. You know yes. about this? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, it's a big focus right now. So we are actually more bacteria than we are human, believe it or not. So we have more bacterial cells on the human body uh, than we have human cells, and a large percentage of them reside in the digestive tract and they're essential for our digestion and they're essential for our immune system because a big part of our immune system is resides in the gut so and serotonin is also produced in the gut primarily most of the serotonin is produced in the gut so people who are depressed quite often are depressed because they've upset this natural ecosystem that we have in the gut so one of the ways to correct that is by understanding the things that disrupt the gut, gut microbiome. Um, and then that way, then the, 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 the natural uh, mechanisms of the body to, to heal itself can, can take over and your gut microbiome can actually replenish itself and revitalize itself. But if you constantly keep subjecting it to stress, by drinking fizzy drinks, for example, like which is full of acid, phosphoric acid, which they have in Coke, you are going to keep killing off this bacteria. And, um, and actually, this is one thing about Coke. If you have a seriously bad stomach ass, um, upset, then actually, because Coke is acid, it actually has a slight medicinal use for killing gut, bad bacteria in the gut, but it will also kill your good bacteria. So, You've got to be mindful of that. But you can, and a lot of people actually do this, actually, because it was originally, Coca-Cola was originally used as a stomach aid. It was um, used to cure stomach problems. Um, that was the original formulation of Coca-Cola before it changed into a refreshing beverage, which it isn't. But basically, um, if you constantly drink Coca-Cola, you're going to disrupt the gut microbiome. And that's going to lead to all these issues, like obesity is one of the big issues of um, having a disrupted gut microbiome. Um, now, yeah. I'm sure you don't focus on this, but I'm, 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 I, did you get negative uh, feedback or uh, was there any, um, I'm sure Coke wasn't happy about this. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Actually, Coca-Cola couldn't really say much because it was the truth. So I never got any backlash from them. They never okay. said anything. I never got any lawyers' letters or anything like that. Um, so no, nothing happened there. I've been really um, helping a lot of people with a wide variety of things, especially stress-related conditions um, that affect the immune system. So people with ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, um, and stuff like that. I've, I've been creating a protocol uh, for autoimmune conditions, um, even arthritis and stuff, which is basically my protocol that I use to heal myself because most autoimmune disease has the same um, root cause. 
and it's the spiritual disturbance uh, or the gut microbiome's gone out of sync and things like that. So what I do is I make a holistic system. Those people have followed it. Um, so I have many stories, like just recently um, somebody cured from osteoclitis just following my program. I mean, I can list off a bunch of stories, but it will take a while. You can just check out our website. There's so many testimonials on the Renegade Pharmacist. But, um, yeah, I've had a wide range of uh, transformations. Um, one guy who just followed my breathwork protocol for arthritis um, had, within just a few days, he had severe rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, he was housebound, bedridden, and literally just did this breathing technique that I recommend and had 50%, 50% reduction in symptoms within a week. And now he's like surfing and, you know, surfing big waves in Bali. So that's just like some case studies. I've got other people who um, had depression, severe depression, who just listened to my music therapy stuff um, and did some simple breathing techniques who uh, got their social life again. They were able to go out and their depression was gone. Um, and then I have many others uh, who are, um, you know, have been overweight, obese, or people who have insomnia, like major insomnia, who've been able to get sleep for the first time. Um, if you go to the Renegade Academy, there's many, many um, testimonials um, on my website, renegadepharmacist.com. And I'll include a link to the program that you've got in, in the show notes. And before, mm. before you go, I do want to know, um, we'll get a little personal here. So what's a guilty pleasure of yours that you have? I mean, you, you seem to live a pretty healthy, laid-back life, uh, busy, I'm sure. But what's a guilty pleasure of yours that, that you know maybe isn't as healthy that, that you d- uh, don't mind uh, divulging? <laughs> um, I love red wine. Very rich in antioxidants. If you just stick to one or two glasses, it's going to be healthy. But it's when you go overboard that you start like really messing with the physiology and alcohol is like a disinfectant so it's going to kill good and bad bacteria so you've got to be very mindful that you don't go overboard with drinking in general and plus alcohol is a depressant when you start feeding the body the right nutrition okay which your body really loves and i have a smoothie um recipe that's amazing um you'll also get that in the in the link that i have for you um, one of the core components of that is um, colostrum. Not everyone's going to be um, into colostrum because they might be vegan, but we have alternatives to that, which is like turmeric and moringa. But colostrum is an incredibly powerful gut healer. It's the first milk that a cow produces, and it's um, the Ayurvedic doctors in India knew that this has healing powers. So um, it basically regenerates. The, the leaky gut that people get um, as a result of stress, physical stress from consuming toxic things all the time, like factory-based foods, alcohol. But this is something that not many people know, is that intense, intense exercise. So runners, people who are athletes, Olympic sprinters and stuff like that, they are prone to something called leaky gut syndrome. Okay, And actually a lot of uh, Olympic uh, sports coaches – they use colostrum with their client, with their with their uh, sports teams that they they manage um, to heal and repair the leaky gut because the leaky gut is one of the first points of um, 
toxins seeping back into the bloodstream and triggering autoimmune uh, response. So a lot of people with leaky gut syndrome um, get things like allergies, autoimmune conditions eventually, or uh, lethargy, tiredness, fatigue. So colostrum keeps that at bay, keeps the, the health, a very healthy gut, and it promotes the growth of good bacteria. All in, it does a, a whole range of beneficial things for the body, and it's a very, very nutritious, potent food. So I have one of the best sources of that. I have like colostrum from holy cows in India because that's one of the reasons why cows are considered holy in India is because of the colostrum. Um, and the cow gets way more, uh, the calf gets way more colostrum than the, the cow needs, so uh, the calf needs. So the excess of the excess is actually used for human consumption. So a, a cow actually makes four times the amount of colostrum than calf needs. So we only take a small fraction of that for human consumption. So there's no calf that's harming the process. In fact, in India, you it's illegal to harm any cows. You'd actually get right. um, put in jail for yeah, it. Right. So we have like the best source of this stuff. And um, so that's one of my staple products. I also have moringa and turmeric, which are also very powerful for healing the gut and repairing leaky gut. And um, yeah, and so these are like just simple things that you can consume uh, every day if you're suffering from any kind of like uh, uh, issues with that, that reside from leaky gut. And I also have articles uh, on my site all about leaky gut, what, what the problems are with leaky gut. And here's the other thing. So obesity and weight gain is usually a, um, a symptom of leaky gut as well because of the disruption of the gut microbiome. So if you're overweight, um, it could be because you have leaky gut syndrome. It could be that you have this leptin resistance. Um, but the same protocol that I uh, share, like colostrum also prevents leaky, uh, the leptin resistance because it's very rich in leptin. And the re leptin resistance and leptin is a very, very important hormone to the body. It's like a master hormone for all of the other hormones in the body. And leptin resistance means that you are constantly feeling hungry and you overeat because leptin is what signals you to feel full up. So colostrum being very, very rich in leptin can actually uh, fix that leptin resistance where your body stops responding to your own leptin. And that excess leptin you get from colostrum can make you feel very satiated, very full up. So you need to eat less food. So I, I stick to eating like maybe two meals a day, two main meals a day. Um, I try to snack as little as possible. Uh, cacao, which is chocolate, um, raw in the raw form, is one of my staple um, uh, ingredients. Chocolate is incredibly good. Well, the raw cacao is really potent in nutrients. Not many people know this. Um, and it gives you every vitamin, mineral, and thing that you need. Uh, so I have a formula that combines that with a few other things, and it's a very potent smoothie formula. So I highly recommend that you do a very simple protocol, and I have that um, on my website, that will basically give you the ability to become more resistant to stress and ensure that you get all the nutrition that you need. And then you can be more in the flow in your life. You know, you can... Um, have more energy and get more stuff done. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And it's an excellent resource for listeners. So once again, if people want to connect with you, what what's the best way to find, um, to, to reach out to you? 
Yeah, so um, go to the renegadepharmacist.com site, um, sign up for our newsletter. Well, Naraj, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today and a lot of great information and uh, look forward to all your future projects and wish you the best in success. Brilliant. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast at www.healbetterfast.com. Wow.